Have you ever sat down to price your photography and to create packages just to realize that it's a lot harder than you thought it would be? If so, you're not alone. A lot of photographers feel this way, and it's normal to feel this way even as kind of an established photographer. So in this episode, I am going to share my entire process to pricing your packages. And this is something I've only ever shared with paid students in the past. So I'm really excited to bring it to you on the podcast today. I'm going to share step-by-step how to price your packages so that it becomes simple and familiar. We're going to talk about the pricing mistake that photographers make with their packages, how to have packages if you don't sell prints or products, plus my simple way to price your packages that'll have your clients actually excited to book a photography package with you. Welcome to the From Better Half to Boss podcast. I'm Tavia Redburn, and on this show, I share how I retired my husband from his nine to five with my birth photography business, all while homeschooling my three kids. If you have a passion, there is a reason. It's because you were made to follow that passion. It's your time to go from better half to boss. Hey y'all, I'm Tavia and I help photographers learn how to specialize and get fully booked with ideal clients so they can go full time. And students learn this through the beauty and birth photography certification and through marketing school for photographers. So it is no secret that pricing is a hot topic with photographers, right? And choosing the right price can be challenging for a lot of us. And it sometimes it just feels like we're kind of guessing, right? So why is pricing so hard? I think one of the reasons is because a lot of photographers don't really have a lot of expenses when they're first starting out. And so a lot of photographers are like, okay, well, I don't really have a lot of expenses. I probably don't have a certain amount of money that I actually have to be bringing in. So I don't need to charge very much. So they don't charge a lot. They start to get more expenses. They start to need to raise their prices and they're just kind of stuck feeling like, I don't know what to do next. If you're not relying on photography income to pay bills, it can be really tempting to undercharge, especially when you're first starting out because it's fun and enjoyable and you want to get booked. So you're charging $50, $100, $150 for a session because any money that you make with photography feels exciting. It feels like a bonus, right? Because you don't really have any real expenses. But this mindset can be problematic for the future version of you because you're undervaluing yourself and it can be hard to dig yourself out of that hole. And honestly, it leads a lot of photographers to burnout. And so a smarter approach and what I teach my students, and this is what we're going to talk about today, is to set your someday prices, your someday prices. So if you set those prices now, when you're just starting out and you discount them while you're portfolio building and you're growing your business, then whenever you want to book clients later at a higher price, they know that those weren't your prices forever. And you're able to get the experience and the portfolio that you need to charge premium prices. So if you're a newer photographer or you're a more established photographer, this episode is for you. But I just wanted to give that caveat. If you're a newer photographer, that's what I would recommend is to apply what we're going to teach today, set these prices, but discount them while you're growing and building your portfolio. That way you're setting up future you 
for success and you're discounting while you're growing. Okay. So before we get into exactly how to price your photography packages, I want to answer an important question that you might be thinking, which is, should you even have packages or should you go all inclusive with digital files and one price? Which is what, of course, a lot of photographers do when I say all inclusive. I mean, you're charging a flat fee, you know, $400 for the session and the digital files, right? Some may be more expensive, some may be cheaper, but you basically have one price and they get all the digital files and that's it. And I personally love offering packages for a lot of different reasons. They are a little bit more challenging to set up in the beginning, but they're also, they have a lot of benefits, kind of like your favorite meal at a fast food restaurant. Like when you get a burger and fries and a drink all at a single price, it makes it a no brainer, right? You know what you're getting and it's saving you some money instead of buying everything individually. And that is what a photography package does for your clients. It makes their decision-making a lot easier. It's a lot easier to say, I want that package instead of thinking of everything they want individually. It makes it more valuable for them. They're getting a lot more bang for their buck and it makes their lives and your lives a whole lot simpler. So the thinking that you're going to do in the beginning might be more with packages, but ultimately it's going to make you more money. It's going to make the decision making easier for your clients. And these packages are going to show that there's more value in everything combined. And here's the thing. A confused mind doesn't buy. So the key is using your photography packages to simplify their order, not to complicate it, okay? So before we get into the nitty-gritty of how to price your photography packages, I want to let you in on a little secret, and this is something that I absolutely love. Packages also help you sell without being pushy, How do they do that? Well, when the client sees the value that they're getting with these higher tier packages, they might decide to stretch their budget a little bit. And this isn't because you're forcing them or you're tricking them or you're bait and switching them. It's because you're showing them your packages and they see the value and what you're offering. And I'm not going to lie. When I first started offering photography packages, it was very uncomfortable for me to talk to people about money and about spending money and about spending more money. Like thinking or talking about upselling felt so uncomfortable for me. And that might be you right now. Like anytime I see the word upsell, you might be like, oh, cringe a little bit. Like, I don't want to do that. Right. That was me. And what I found was when I had photography packages. When I had packages listed out, ready to go that I could hand my clients, then it was up to them to decide what they wanted. And it really took the pressure of selling off of me because I was just laying it out there for them and they got to pick and choose what they wanted it. The packages really did the selling for me. So that's another reason I love packages. If you don't want to offer prints or physical products. Maybe in your mind, when you hear photography packages, you're like, well, that means I have to offer prints. or that means I have to offer physical products. You actually don't. You can fill your packages with digital files, like a limited number or a large number. 
you can do video add-ons, like you could do a film or you could do a slideshow that includes video clips or a slideshow of the photos. You could do extra sessions, like complimentary sessions, baby plans, um, more time at the session. You could add in like extra outfit changes. You could add in hair and makeup. There's a lot of ways that you can add value to packages without offering products. Even though I love products, I love having physical products for my clients. I know that that can be an obstacle for a lot of photographers. So you can offer packages and do what I'm going to teach you here today without physical products. But I just want to say sidebar, if you want a shortcut to learning how to offer products to your clients when you're used to just selling the digital files, after this episode, I want you to go listen to an episode with my friend Dory Howell. It's titled A Simple Five-Step Process to Add Products to Your Photography Business. And we will link it up in the show notes as well. That'll be a really good episode for you to listen to. Okay. So, so far we've talked about why you should have packages instead of just doing all-inclusive and how to have packages even if you don't want to offer physical products, okay? So let's dig into how to price your photography packages. There's one important thing that you need to know in order to set up your packages to be profitable and attract ideal clients, and that is the average amount of money that you need or want to make per client. That's the first thing that you need to know. How much money do I need or want to make per client? Maybe you know that number right away. I want you to think about what's that number for me? What's the amount that I need to make per client? This is so important to know because it is the basis for everything we're going to do moving forward and how to structure your packages. So you might know it right away. You might need a little help. So if you need a little help, I want to give you a simple way to calculate this. I want you to take the amount of money that you want to make per month and divide it by the number of clients you want to take per month. So for simple math, if you want to make $10,000 a month and you want to take 10 clients per month, then you need to average $1,000 per client. Okay. That's the first thing we need to know. How much do you need to average per client? Now I have a complete pricing system available with a cost of doing business calculator and a full training video inside of marketing school for photographers. So if you're a student inside, make sure you go through that for a more thorough pricing explanation and training. Okay. Just wanted to remind my students that that's there for you. Now, you've got your average that you want to make, right, per client that you need to make. And when it comes to packages, you're going to have three packages, okay? That really is the magic number because our goal is going to be to drive everybody to that middle package and we're going to price everything strategically to drive them to that middle package. So we have three packages. Let's talk about the first package first, and that's going to be the lowest priced package. This is the one that no one is going to book. I can tell you after 10 years doing photography, I've maybe had three people ever book my lowest package. No one ever books this lowest package. Really the goal of this lowest package is to make the middle package 
a no-brainer. Let me say that again. If you've drifted, if you're multitasking, I want you to hear this. The goal of the lowest priced package is to make the middle package a no-brainer. That is the sole purpose of the lowest price package. It is not to have people book it, okay? The middle package is going to be priced at the average that you need to make per session. So sticking with our example, your middle package is going to be $1,000. We're going to get into more logistics. I just want you to understand the three packages and sort of like the goal of each of them. So the lowest price package is the one that nobody is going to book. And the goal of that low price package is to drive people to the middle package. And the middle package is going to be priced at that average that you need to make. And again, sticking with our example, that's going to be $1,000. So your bottom package might be $850 and include 10 digital files. And the middle package is $1,000 and it includes all the digital files, which could be, you know, 40 or 50, right? So that's an example of how the lowest price package makes the middle package look good. Like if I'm going to spend $850 on 10 digital files, I might as well spend $1,000 on all the digital files. That's the goal of the middle and the lowest package to kind of help complement each other. People just automatically go for the middle. Think about Starbucks. Like if you're going into Starbucks to order coffee, the tall seems small, right? But the venti seems massive. So most people are going to go for the middle because it feels safe and comfortable and like average. People don't want to be on the low end. People don't want to be on the high end. They kind of just want to be the average. Most people are going to go for grande because it's right in the middle. So this is the same concept and the same kind of pricing psychology with your packages. Okay, then let's talk about the top package. The top package is the cream of the crop. This is the big daddy package that people don't book very often, but when they do, it's really exciting because it's rare that someone books this package and it's really profitable for you. So you want to beef up your top package so that it makes the middle package more appealing because again, we're always trying to drive people to the middle package, but... It's also there for those higher end clients who want all the bells and whistles. There's always going to be that like five to 10% of people who want the biggest and best because it's the biggest and best. Going back to the Starbucks example, sometimes you want to splurge, right? You're going to Starbucks and you want to splurge and spend like $9 on a drink because you want a caffeine boost and you want that special thing you don't let yourself have very often. And it's nice to have that big one as an option from time to time, right? Because there's always going to be those people who want the most expensive and the biggest and the best, especially for something like newborn or birth photography, especially for those special occasions. So give them the option to go big. And like I talked about earlier, having packages is a great way to upsell without being salesy. And that's kind of the purpose of that top package. You're showing all of the things that you have. You're giving them the option to go big, but you're also showing them how valuable that middle package is. And having that big one is showing them that the middle one is actually a good deal too. Okay. So let's talk about a la carte pricing. What is a la carte pricing? It's like the individual items and the prices of those individual items. For example, going back to the fast food example, when you go to Chick-fil-A, how do you know that the preset meals are a good value? 
How do you know that a number two is a good value rather than just like buying the sandwich and the soda and the fries on their own? It's because Chick-fil-A has those items individually listed on their menu. So if you wanted, you could add them up and see that when you buy the sandwich, the fries, and the soda on their own, it's more expensive than if you just buy the value meal, right? Than if you just buy the number one. So we have to do the same with our photography packages if we want them to be successful. We have to show them that this is actually a good deal by showing them what these items would be a la carte. People need to see the price of each item individually that's in your packages to know that your packages are a good deal. So how much is one digital file on its own? And how much is a collection of digital files on their own? Or how much is a one-minute film? Whatever it is that's inside your packages, put a price on those items so it makes sense to discount them a little bit for your package. Let me give you an example. Let's say your middle package is $1,000, right? Like we've been saying. And it includes 25 digital files and a slideshow, okay? Then you could say, okay, but also my a la carte pricing for one digital file is $100 and a slideshow is $250. So if somebody adds up those things individually that's in the middle package, it would be $2,750. $100 per digital file for 25 files and a slideshow for $250 is $2,750. But... When they buy the middle package, they're getting it all for just $1,000 when they bundle it together. So that's why it's so valuable at somewhere on your pricing sheet, somewhere in your process to show the price of your individual items a la carte so that they can see, man, that middle package really is a good deal. So how do you price your photography packages? Let me boil it down to four steps for you. First of all, write this down. If you're, if you're the type that takes notes, again, like I always say, how would you show up for this episode if you paid money for it, right? Like if you paid money for this, how would you show up? You'd probably be taking notes. So write these four things down if you take nothing else from this episode. Number one, determine the average that you want to make per client. In our example, in this episode, it's been $1,000. Number two, make that price the package in the middle. Price your middle package at that price. And then number three, point your other packages to that middle package. Number four, set your a la carte prices to, again, point to that middle package and make it a no-brainer. Determine the average you want per client. Make that your middle package. Set up your other packages to point to that middle and set up your a la carte prices to point to that middle. Those are the steps. If you want more help with your pricing and packages, make sure and jump on the waitlist for Marketing School for Photographers, which is opening up again soon so that you can get your hands on my complete pricing system in addition to my full marketing plan that helped me go full-time with photography in 2018. You can join the waitlist at thebeautyandbirth.com slash waitlist, and we'll have that linked in the show notes as well. And remember, my friend, if you have a passion, it is not an accident because not everyone loves the thing that you love. So whatever your passion is, it is there for a reason. I hope that you'll get out there and make it happen. Have a great week.